0: In a world of conflicting values, when questions are more common than answers, God's Word provides everything we need to live a God-centered, truth-driven life. Now, here's the Word for Life broadcast, brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. Good morning. Thank you for joining us for the Word
1: for Life broadcast, brought to you by Brookside Baptist Church. And my name's Ken Kelder. I'm the pastor at Brookside. And I trust that you're having a, a great start to your week. Uh, that, that you were in church yesterday and had a wonderful time in your worship and study of the the Word and fellowship with believers. Well, in our studio today, we have Dan Sahested. So, Dan, thank you for for being part of our our broadcast this morning. Good to be here. And Dan, uh, Dan and Lynn um, uh, have served in Romania for thirty years. They're part of our missions conference here at Brookside this week and. We're just excited to, to get Dan uh, in front of you here uh, on the mic to tell you a little bit of what's going on in, in Romania. If you missed the last broadcast, uh, you can check that out. That's a little bit more of his background, um, how he came to the Lord, how his wife Lynn came to the Lord, and, and then how they've been serving now for 30 years. Before we get to Dan, let me just uh, make a couple of comments uh, concerning what we have going on here at Brookside. Uh, on the 12th and 13th of November... Um, we have Mike Gendron who will be with us, he and his wife Jane, and he has a evangelistic ministry down in Dallas, Texas, and uh, he's written several books. One book he's written is entitled Preparing for Eternity. He grew up uh, a very strong Catholic, came to Christ, and has had a burden to reach others that uh, have uh, been in the Catholic Church to let them know the sufficiency of Jesus Christ is the only way a person can live with God one day in heaven. And he will be uh, on Crosstalk with uh, Jim Schneider on uh, Friday uh, afternoon on the 11th. And I know that'll be a great uh, segment there with Jim. And we are so thankful for uh, VCY and the ministry that they have and all the good broadcasts that, that come out of VCY and... And I hope you'll be able to tune into that. And then on Saturday, the 12th, he'll be with us from about 8.30 to noon. And then Sunday, uh, both services in the morning and in the evening service at 6 p.m. And I know he'll be a great encouragement and help to you. So uh, if you don't uh, have a church home, we'd love for you to stop by and see us here at Brookside at some point. And um, we uh, not only love missions, we love missionaries. And so we're thankful that that Dan and Lynn are here with us. And so, Dan, let's pick it up. Eighteen months, you you all received your support, and you're with um, Baptist World Mission as your yes, organization sir. that you're with, and uh, that's an incredible answer to prayer to only be on the road eighteen months to gain your support.
2: That's a lot and, faster than normal.
1: Yeah, that is faster than normal, and so you got over to um, to Romania. Uh, tell us a little bit of, of, of what happened, but we, we want to definitely get Florine's uh, testimony of his wife's Donna's salvation, because when mm-hmm. I was over there with you, I was really moved by just seeing the faithfulness of Florine without his wife. She wasn't a believer right. at the time. Right. So uh, why don't you take it away and just share a little bit of what's going on there in Romania, and then uh, let's get into that story about Florine.
2: Well, the Lord led us over there uh, in 1993, and uh, we've been in four different locations now. Um, in Slotna, Lugos, and Bayurge. And a couple of those places I was involved in a Bible institute or Bible college and uh, uh, in the process of uh, church planting. And uh, the Lord allowed us to do some work in those areas, and uh, he was greatly, greatly blessed. But for the last 12 years, we've been in Hunadwara, where we are now. and that, how, how do you say that again? Hunadwara. Who who to draw? You yeah, roll that R. I cannot roll my R's. My <laughs> wife,
1: if she's listening, she's thinking how embarrassing he cannot roll his R's. <laughs> yeah,
2: but uh, so we've been there now for uh, twelve years. It's a little bit unusual in that we moved there with another Romanian pastor uh, that we had met in the previous location. He uh, he had started a church camp. He had pastored in village churches. He was youth pastor in the church that uh, we associated with up there in in that town, and. Um, uh, at a certain point in time, uh, he felt uh, God leading to go out and start a new new work, and he looked around, and we were on furlough at the time when we first heard about it, and uh, we chatted back and forth uh, some through email and then a phone call, uh, and we decided to move together to uh, start a new new work in a uh, hard city uh, where you know, it was just difficult for Baptists to get along as far as uh, people being saved and watched. The city is made up of three different... Uh, people groups from three different regions of the country, each about a third, and uh, it's it's a hard place.
1: Now, religion has been very confusing, not just here in the United States, but all over the world. Very much about so. How, how a person can live with God, and then once a person comes to Christ... You know how they're going to grow, and mm-hmm. uh, and I'm sure you've you've seen those struggles. And if you're just joining us, we're talking with Dan Sahested, missionary to Romania, f- faithfully been there. He and his wife Lynn for 30 years. Mm-hmm. So you you move to this new location with uh, y- your pastor and his first name Mihai Mihai. That's right. Yeah. So you move with Mihai and his family to a little bit more difficult city. Um, mm-hmm. How many? At the point when you guys moved there, how many Bible preaching churches do you think I mean were were even in the city? Zero. Zero. That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> yeah. No, that
2: how? doesn't mean that there weren't churches. There yeah, was oh, Pentecostals I, I, and Baptists. I, yeah,
1: I, I totally understand that. But when you get to Bible preaching churches, then how big was the city roughly? It's roughly about 60,000. 60,000.
2: Uh, in America, that sounds like a big city, but the geographical area is pretty small, maybe two miles long and three-quarters to a mile wide at best. Mm-hmm. And most people live in uh, high-rise apartments. Okay.
1: All right, so pick it up there, and uh, you start the church. And then uh, I, I want to just make sure we have time for this testimony with Florine and, and, mm-hmm. and how his wife came to the Lord. So, so pick it up there as you started the church there in this new city.
2: We, uh, we found a little storefront to uh, clean up and renovate and uh, started services there. And uh, we had another young man uh, from a Bible institute uh, come down and join us. And he rented an apartment, and as it turned out, a happenstance, that uh, right next door to him in that apartment complex was Florine and Donna, Vlase is their their name. And um, uh, Florine had uh, been a bad boy as a young man, and uh, he had been in France, and some sort uh, uh, of—he never said what. He got into trouble, and he had to leave France uh, to not uh, get arrested and came back to Romania. And when he came back, he uh, 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 just going around. Uh, happened to see, I don't know exactly how, this uh, cute little girl. Her name is Donna, a Pentecostal girl. And so he started going to church there. And they gave him a Bible. And he started reading it all on his own. And he got saved strictly by reading the Bible himself. Yeah, and he didn't wow. really grow a lot. Uh, there was one other man in that church of uh, several hundred. There's at least one other believer who kind of helped him some, somewhat. But um, uh, then uh, this other guy that uh, had come down to help us in our church, the, in, the intern fella, yeah he, yeah, he he lived next door and invited him to come. And uh, Florine came and never stopped coming. Hmm. And uh, much to the chagrin of his wife, she was absolutely livid that he did uh, he was coming to us. Now, did she have any kind of church background at all? Pentecostal from. Uh, from the cradle, basically. Okay. Right. She was baptized at the age of 18 in their church, and uh, according to their doctrine, when you're baptized, you're saved. Okay. And then, um, so she, uh, uh, he was coming, and we tried and get her to come to ser- certain services and whatnot. And um, she did come some, but with great animosity. I remember one time she came to a Christmas service, and uh, they had the two little girls at the time, they were pretty small, and they got them uh, with the, the food afterwards and got them set up with a couple of plates, and they sat right next to me um, at, a, at a table. And I said something to Don about, you know, we'll, we'll look after the kids. Go ahead and go go back and get your get your plate of food, and you know, and we'll we'll take care of the kids. And she just looked at me kind of coldly and said, "I only eat with family and friends." I wow. thought, well, thank you very much, lady. <laughs> that was kind of you know, so. She didn't even go get any food. No, she didn't. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. didn't. Uh, but then she, uh, she, you know, went on. Uh, and would come every now and then, and she really didn't like it. There's a couple events that took place that are a little bit uh, uh, dramatic in a sense. Uh, After a while, we tried tried to do a little bit extra Bible teaching, and Florine was involved and a couple others. Uh, And so we had a special class on Saturday nights. And by that time, she'd really had a a belly full of us. And uh, she took her kids to her mother's and said, Mom, take care of the girls and her mom saw something was up, and she asked her, what are you going to do? She said, don't worry about it. Take care of your girls. She came looking for the church. Now, her great uh, stand against us was going to be to bust out all the windows, uh, which would have been a tremendous scandal. Yeah, yeah, because
1: basically, that's the storefront I was in. When I was yeah, there, it was. it's
2: basically all windows. As you had two walls, the front wall and the yeah, side wall. Which yeah. is just windows. And uh, so she left from where they lived, and uh, Huniduara... Uh, If you understand the layout, there's really only one main boulevard. And uh, as uh, she came, she'd lived in her early life. She came looking for the church and couldn't find it. Hmm. In a town that she knows, she walked up and down. And I don't know if she actually walked past the building or not, but she couldn't find it. So it went on a little bit. And uh, Uh, no, when she got home after uh, after that night, Florine was there with the girls waiting on her. And that scared her. She knew that God was doing something. A little bit later, she goes on and uh, is getting depressed about things. And she's uh, coming home from work on a bus one day. And uh, she just had the thought, I can't do this anymore. This is crazy. I don't know what to do. I think I'll kill myself. And when she had that thought of suicide, that scared her. I mean, it really rattled her good. So she goes on just a little bit further. And still resistant coming, but not quite as uh, antagonistic before. And then she was out walking the girls in front of her apartment block one time. And this is, uh, you got to understand the, the layout. It's, uh, it's not a nice neighborhood. It would be a little bit scary to most Americans. She walks the girls up to the end of the block, turns around and walk, walks back, and she sees a guy walking towards her. It's a homeless guy, hadn't bathed in years. And he's walking with aggression, looking right at her, uh, You know, just an angry, <clears throat> angry look in his face. And uh, as he approaches her, she gets scared, and she pulls the girls closer to her and probably still shuffling a little bit, but uh, kind of frozen. As he gets to her and then just veers off missing her and walks past her, he says to her, you belong to Satan. And that shook her to the core. Hmm. And she struggled a little bit after that. But then there was a time very soon after that, she was in an apartment by herself in this, in this uh, apartment block that uh, uh, she began to pray. And she prayed out loud. In fact, the neighbors could hear her because she was kind of screaming, you know, at God. And But basically, she repented of her sin, called out on Christ uh, to save her, and she was born again. Hmm. That was, I think, it was a Thursday. Sunday morning, she came to church, and I'm right by the door when she comes in, and it's a brand new person. Hmm. She me, greeted me with... Uh, Hey, Brother Dan, how you doing? It's a great day. And she went on, I'm like, who is this lady? Mm. <laughs> and I, I, a, I already knew what had happened. And it, it was just an amazing change. And now she and her family, uh, they are uh, faithful in the Lord, faithful in the church. Uh, Florine uh, leads the Bible study or a, a prayer time before each service. Uh, the kids are in church, they're growing, and it's just an amazing turnaround.
1: You know, when you were showing... Um, your uh, video uh, at the conference, um, and then you made comments afterwards of who Florine and then his wife, and and I just remembered uh, Florine when I saw the video. But then to pick up and just look at her expression on her face, uh, you know, as the video kept rolling, uh, what a, what a powerful transformation that took place in her life, a whole and that's, new countenance, and that's exactly what the Lord can do. Well, Dan, thank you for being with us, and uh, we'll continue to pray for your ministry there in Romania. And, friends, thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time that we're
0: together. Have a great day. We hope you enjoyed today's program. If you have a question we can answer, or would like information on the Word for Life, would like to donate to help continue to produce this broadcast, or need resources for your Christian walk, contact us at Brookside Baptist Church. 4470 North Pilgrim Road, Brookfield, Wisconsin, 53005. You can also visit us at brooksidebc.org. That's brooksidebc.org. Or call us at 262-783-6180. That's 262-783-6180. Thanks for listening today. And please tune in again as we bring the Word of God to your life.